Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Cafe, where master business coach Erica Ross Krieger and her special guests teach you how to create true entrepreneurial wealth from the inside out. Grab your favorite podcast beverage and get ready for the Entrepreneur's Cafe. Now here's your host, Erica Ross Krieger. Welcome to the cafe, wealthies. Grab a cup of something yummy, sit back and prepare to be inspired. And when you sit back, grab a notepad too, because you're going to want to take a lot of notes in this episode. Let me start off with a shout out to let you know that the producers of this podcast are Turnkey Podcast Productions. They are the wind beneath my wings. They do a phenomenal job of helping me produce my podcast and bring it to you. If you want to bring a podcast out to the planet, and I think you should, then go ahead and contact the folks at Turnkey Podcast Productions. I'll put a link in the show notes. And now on with our show. Well, today I am really jazzed and excited because we're going to be talking about hidden money with the queen of hidden money discovery herself, Kimberly Whitecamp. So let me tell you a little bit about her and then we'll bring her on to the show. Kimberly Whitecamp is a coach, marketing strategist, and podcaster. As creator of the 5C Marketing Framework and host of the More Conversations, Clients, and Cash podcast, she helps coaches connect, cultivate, and convert their communities. She works with her clients to put the right message in front of the right person at the right time, especially in emails. She's helped people increase their open rate up to 80%, increase list size by 40% with a single campaign and double conversions on their landing pages. She loves talking marketing, travel, and all things sci-fi. And today we are going to just get her to talk to us all about hidden money. Welcome to the cafe, Kimberly Whitecamp. Thanks for having me, Erica Ross Krieger. Excited to be here. Yahoo! Well, come on, <laughs> let's uh, let's chit chat about how we find hidden money in our businesses. You've been on my podcast before. We've talked about a lot of other wonderful things, but this one I'm just so excited about. Absolutely. I find that when we talk about marketing, right, that's one of the things I love talking about is all things marketing. Oftentimes, we only focus on two areas. Number one is lead generation, getting new people into our world. And number two is what a lot of people talk about as lunches when they open the doors once a year to something really big. And we don't talk about anything in between. Amen. And I'm assuming that in that in-between section, there might be some kind of a number one missed opportunity. Would you say that it's in there? Absolutely. So the number one missed opportunity when we're talking about our marketing, when we're talking about building and growing and scaling our businesses is to continue to talk to people until they're ready to say yes. That is the cultivate portion of the connect, cultivate, and convert that you mentioned in the introduction. And uh, it's something a lot of people let fall to the wayside, right? We're so worried about always growing, growing, growing. We forget sometimes about the people who've already said, yes, I want to hear from you. Tell me more. And part of that is what's going on in our minds. 
a lot of people I speak with, they have this worry. They have this doubt where they're like, I don't want to bother people who are on my email list. I'm afraid I'm going to be an intrusion in their inbox. So when we think about sending out our marketing messages, especially in email as a bother, of course, we're not wanting to do it because we think it's a negative. But instead, we should think of it as a positive. And it's a negative if we don't send information because these people raised their hands. They said, yes, please. I'm interested in what you do. I want to learn more. And when we don't communicate with them in between, it's kind of like you get invited to a party. And then the first person you talk to after you've been there for 20 minutes is, hey, I have something to sell. Want to buy it? And that's not the experience we want to give to people. I really like that. And I like how it dovetails with some of what my work is about mindset in that the difference between, and I'm thinking in my own mind, crafting an email when I've got in my head, oh God, I'm going to write an email. I know I'm going to be a pain in their side today versus <laughs> versus a different shift, which is this person really wants to hear from me. I've got valuable info for them. I've got a gift for them in a sense of the information, which helps me cultivate and deepen the relationship. I, I really like that way that plays with in, you know, the, the play between the mindset and the action. Absolutely. I mean, if we think about it, the reason why most of us, quote unquote, hate marketing Mm -hmm. is because we don't have the right approach in mind. I talk a lot about mindset in my work with people because they say, well, I know I need to do it, but I don't want to do it because it's going to be a bother. And instead, when we think about, well, how can I help my community today? A lot of coaches, right, we're we're heart-centered. We want to help people. We want to make a difference. We want to make an impact. So when we say, well, how can I help my people today? And use that when sitting down to create something and sending it out to the world, suddenly it's easier. It's a lot more exciting for us. It's exciting for them to receive. And when we come with that approach, it becomes one of those things we're excited to do. And when you're excited to create your marketing, it comes across in what people are reading. I love that. You know, that sort of is a good segue to my next question, which is I personally find it a lot easier to come at an email creation with how can I help my people today if it's kind of a warm lead. But yet, if there are people I've got to present something to that's a stranger, now they might not even be on my email list yet, but can you talk a little bit about the difference between, say, when you market to a, a quote stranger or cold lead versus to a warm lead? Absolutely. So when we're talking to strangers, and this kind of falls into that lead generation category, right? Mm-hmm. We have to capture their attention. We have to essentially interrupt their day. Now, mostly online, people are searching with intent, right? They put a question into Google. They go and ask Alexa. They talk to Siri. They say, I have a problem. How do I fix this? So while it has to catch their attention, it's not as much of an interruption as we think it is, but we have to capture their attention as being one of like 15 million different search results, right? Mm -hmm. That's, uh, That's a big ask. However, when people are on our list, 
they've gone through the lead generation gauntlet. They've already said, hey, you know what? The way this person talks about my problem, I think they might have a solution for me. I want to hear more. So already you have an invitation to continue the conversation, right? You have an invitation to come into their inbox to share your information. So people who are already on your email list, they want to hear from you. They've already raised their hand and said, yes, I'm interested. And it's a, it's a different uh, approach as well because they've already started to learn a little bit about who you are, who you serve, what you do. So when they see that you're in their inbox, they might have a small idea of what they're going to find inside that message. Mm-hmm. Whereas if they encounter us on LinkedIn, for example, they see a random post, somebody shared our post out to them. They're like, hmm, is this really worth my time? I'm not sure. Who is this person? That's the kind of conversation going on in their head. But when they're on our list already, they know we're going to come into their inbox and they'll remember if we set it up properly, they'll remember who we are and what we do and then decide, okay, is this the thing I want to be reading about today? So when we create emails and when we create our marketing campaigns to people already on our list, 70% of the battle is done, right? We already have them saying, yes, I want to hear from you. Let's uh, see what you have to say today. Got it. So. It's a little bit more clear for me about the idea of both connecting and cultivating. Can you add anything to the converting piece for us? Like any tips about that? Absolutely. So I call this entire process the hidden money marketing, you know, tactics, because we have people on our list, right? They're already there. And there's a number a lot of us hear, and that's 3%. I forget who talked about it at one point, but at any one time, 3% of people in our audience are actively looking to buy. The other 97% aren't, but they are either really close to that decision somewhere in the middle or somewhere at the beginning of the journey. So when we don't talk to that 97%, we're missing out on a lot of opportunity. Mm -hmm. So to answer your question about, well, what about that conversion piece? Part of the cultivation piece ties into the conversion piece. When we're top of mind, when we're constantly there, when we're always adding value and and coming to our marketing and the emails that we send out as, how can I help my people today? Then you also want to remind them what that next step looks like. Mm -hmm. So in a value add email, if you will, a lot of people talk about value ads. When we talk about marketing, right, you're going to send out something that's not particularly around the sale. I'm a big fan of the 80-20 rule, and that kind of applies to our cultivation strategies as well. So 80% of your emails can be around value, around information, around sharing testimonials, for example, and then 20% can be around sales, but that same principle can apply to a single email. So 80% of the email is about story, is about sharing, is about information, and then the bottom 20% is about a sale. So reminding people that, hey, I helped this person. This is what it looked like. Uh, These are the results they got. Um, Are you wanting something similar? Here's a link to a thing you can go check out that I'm doing, right? So that conversion piece ties into the cultivation piece. Every story we share, whether it's about us, our day-to-day lives, uh, behind the scenes of the business, the information that we share about, most people aren't going to remember what that next step looks like. So you want to let them know that there is a next step if they're ready. So one of the things I love to do this with is what I call the passive sale. Also, Uh you can... uh, 
you can, uh, you know, shorten that to the PS, right? The PS is one of the most valuable places in an email. Number mm-hmm. one is your, is your subject line, right? If it doesn't get open, it doesn't get read. Then people will read the first line and they'll scroll all the way to the bottom to the bottom. And then they'll decide, hmm, do I want to go back up and read more? So in the PS, you can use that as a reminder of the things that you have available. So oftentimes I I like to have four different things in this passive sale if you're using this particular method. Number one is the free thing. What free thing can they join? Is it a community? Is it a a gift? What's the free thing? Number two is the low cost, right? Do we have something for like $27 that can be a benefit to them? And number three is that book a call slash high ticket, right? If you've got a pricier course or if you're like, hey, are you ready to to work with me long-term? Let's get on a call and see if you're a fit. So just having that section at the bottom where we do a passive sale, right? Most of the email, it's to cultivate, it's to build the relationship, it's to give value. And then at the bottom, it's, hey, reminder, if you're ready to move forward, here's three ways I can help you. Man, that is like worth gold. You know, wealthy community, let me like break the fourth wall here and talk to you for just a minute. I hope you can get a sense of why I brought Kimberly forward onto the podcast today. Hidden money is just one part of what Kimberly can help us all with. She's brilliant and I don't want her to be hidden. I want to bring her forward. So I'm going to come back on right now to you, Kimberly, and say, look, there's such riches right here in just what you've presented. I know that there's more for people to learn about hidden money marketing uh, tell us what it is that people can jump into now and and take a next step with you. What and when can they provide that? And and we're recording and this will go live next week. So let's hear what's cooking on your end. Yeah, what's cooking on my end is I am opening a membership for Hidden Money Marketing trainings and opportunities. So what it is, is I have a full library full of a bunch of what I call hidden money marketing opportunities and some of the more traditional ones, right? Like how to get people into your world in the first place. But I break down so many different methods of how you can continue to cultivate your audience and lead them to the sale outside of a huge, complicated launch and outside of just bringing in more new leads and never actually talking to them. But training is nothing without support. So as part of the membership as well, there are two monthly open Q&A sessions every month where people can come and ask their questions about their marketing, about their strategy, about growing and scaling their business. If it's about how do I create the thing that's going to bring in people, I can answer your questions along with a couple of other goodies that I have in place for people who join during this founder's opportunity. So, you know, the hidden money marketing, it's all about, well, how can I talk to people in between? And how can those in-between times lead to sales? And the thing is, is that I think a lot of us would much rather have steady, consistent sales throughout the year versus having to do one big thing and hope it works, right? So I went to kind of open the eyes of people of the opportunities that there are in that hidden money, right? There's a bunch of money. We are sitting on a gold pile and I want to show you how to uh, cultivate and convert your existing audience into clients. So when we put a link in the show notes, that'll be where they can click and find out more information about that membership, correct? Absolutely. Yes. All right. Well, we'll send them to ericarosscoach.com forward slash hidden money. 
Once again, ericarosscoach.com forward slash hidden money, and that'll direct you to Kim and her hidden money marketing membership and information about it. I'll make sure that's in the show notes. Kim, as we wrap up here, anything else, any other little tips you want to share with us about how to find more hidden money in our business or anything else nice and juicy? No, when this airs, it's going to be like Thanksgiving week. So I do want to thank you for being here. And audience, I want to thank you for listening and whatever tips Kimberly is going to give us right now, we'll all add to our Thanksgiving bounty. What do you got for us, Kim, to wrap up? Absolutely. So our Thanksgiving bounty, how can I find hidden money? Uh, Just always remember when we're talking about our marketing, when we're talking about growing and scaling our businesses is once people say no, that's not necessarily the end of the conversation. Because many people say no with a caveat. They're like, no, not right now. Or no, um, I'm focusing on something else right now. So don't ever forget the value of if somebody is still in your community, They may not have been ready for something at the time you opened the doors, but you're doing it again. So it's okay for you to reuse a promotion, for you to do another sale, for you to just send out a survey to people and say, hey, are you still interested in learning about this thing that I do and the thing that I help people with? A lot of us have this block in our minds, right? That, well, I did it once. And not a lot of people said yes, so clearly it's wrong. But the reality is, is there are other things going on in everyone's life other than just being on our email list or in our community. And uh, we don't know what that is, right? So remember that 3%. 3% of people at any one time are looking to buy. The rest of them aren't quite ready yet. So we want to continue to have a conversation and build the relationship with those people until they're part of that 3%. That's fabulous. Kimberly, thank you. And thank you so much for stopping by the cafe today, sharing your info. I hope everybody floods on over to join you in your hidden money marketing membership and understand what what an incredible value there is in spending time with you, just like we had today. So thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you for having me in the cafe, Erica. It's been a lot of fun as always. All right, wealthies, always remember that success is in your nature and true wealth starts from the inside out. All of the information from today's show will be in the show notes, including a link to Kimberly's membership information. Be well. We'll see you next week. And thanks again for tuning in. Thanks for listening to the Entrepreneur's Cafe podcast. If you like the show, please rate, recommend, and review us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts so we can spread the positivity and the love of entrepreneuring from the inside out. Until next time, my friends, listen to your big entrepreneurial heart. Follow your passion, take that inspired action, and be boldly and brilliantly you. You can get more valuable advice and inspiration from Erica's free Entrepreneur's Toolkit over at ericarosscoach.com forward slash toolkit.